Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. All right. Welcome everybody to the Talking Freelance Podcast. I am so excited to have Tracy back today. So I'm just going to let her kind of take it away. Um, She's going to do a brief introduction. If you did not hear her other episode that we recorded together, um, I will definitely link that in the show notes, but I'm just super excited to have you back. Um, And then we're going to talk about a new program that you have launching, which I think is so fabulous. And it's going to be a perfect fit for freelancers at any step in their journey. If they're getting started, if they're, you know, ready to grow, ready to scale wherever they're at in their journey. I think it's going to be so beneficial. So thank you so much for joining me today, Tracy. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me back. I had a great time last time and have been looking forward to it. Um, So for people that don't know me or I'm new in your world, uh, my name is Tracy Bromley Goodwin. I'm the co-founder of Navigating ADHD and recently started a new business, Tracy Bromley Goodwin Coaching, and it is all about lessening overwhelm in the lives of high-achieving, busy women who are feeling just drained and tired of feeling that way and looking for more in their lives. Um, I've been in the coaching field for over 20 years. I specialize in ADHD and all of the women I'm, you know, working with in this new business, some have ADHD, some have some anxiety, some don't have a diagnosis at all, but the reigning theme is this theme of overwhelm. So everything that I do is ADHD friendly and also is helpful for people that may have symptoms, but not a diagnosis. And for me personally, when we talked last time, I'm very um, much more aware of clients that I work with that potentially have those those symptoms in the diagnosis, but maybe haven't verbally said that out loud to working with freelancers. Um, so that's something to kind of keep in mind as well um, as we go through this conversation too. So that's been helpful for me. So, oh, I'm so, I'm so glad. Yeah. Sometimes just just the awareness for someone without ADHD or for the person with ADHD, a lot of times it's just awareness. And then you start to notice or do things or you can shift your communication style based off of off of that new awareness. So that's great. Yeah. And in the past, it's, I mean, and I don't even know if they necessarily have ADHD or maybe not necessarily the symptoms, but, um, or like whatever it goes with that. Um, where for me is it's brought a whole nother sense of awareness to working with people. Mm-hmm. And I would just get sometimes frustrated with clients and I had to keep reiterating things too, or, um, reorganizing their lists and things like that. And now to me, it just comes very naturally. And so for sometimes that would be like a super frustrating thing. And so my tolerance or my acceptance or whatever you want to call it has definitely, um, become more broad and, un- and I'm a lot more understanding and it just, it's not a huge frustration like it used to be since our, you you know, since we had that first conversation of bringing that to reality of everyone, you know, like in, at the end of the day, I'm the freelancer. If I wanted some, you know, communication styles or I want lists of some direction, I have to take ownership of that. And 
hopefully that my clients follow suit. Um, but sometimes, you know, just that understanding, I think, has been a huge shift in my business. Oh, sure. That is awesome. And I feel like that's actually a good segue into overwhelm because so often when we're experiencing overwhelm, there's so much shame and guilt that goes along with that. So for for what you were just speaking to, it's like a gift for someone who's feeling overwhelmed or this constant feeling like, ah, how am I going to meet expectations when my brain works in a different way? There's a lot of just why can't I do it that way? So when working, someone working with you, for example, and your understanding of that, it's like so freeing for the person on the other side of it to be like, oh, this person gets it. They get my brain. Yeah. And not putting like shame on those people either. Like I've worked with some people that have been, you know, fully diagnosed ADHD and they're like, oh my gosh, it's my ADHD brain. And I'm just like, Hey, it's okay. Like I got you, you know, it's not, it it doesn't have to be a huge barrier that's put in place um, or something that they feel like they, that they're inadequate to is, you know, one thing specifically that I kind of have realized over the years of working with people. And it's just like, nope, I want to, you know, as a freelancer, I want to match that I'm working in the style that they need me to be working in so we can have a successful business relationship. And at the end of the day, I feel like they, they respect me more, um, because I am willing to work in, in how, in the direction that they need me to work. And if I need to take the accountability of like that project management aspect, I have no problem doing that. If they need like weekly check-ins, just that touch point. If they need, you know, a couple times a week, they need those reminders. But I think that when you take that shame and that guilt and like just being there for them and that full support that, that they deserve and expect and with them hiring us freelancers, I think it creates a more successful working relationship and it can lead to a longer term, happy, positive relationship. So they know that they have someone in their corner. Oh, absolutely. And there's just so many strengths that the ADHD brain, you know, has that oftentimes get missed or not celebrated. And, and even the person not feeling like feeling misjudged, you know, for years sometimes and feeling like they have to shift to fit into someone else's box. I always remember a young client that I worked with. And he, and he was diagnosed with ADHD and he had said, you know, what if everyone else is the problem? You know, it's not my brain. It's everyone else's. Everyone else should be, you know, shifting to be thinking about how I think because I'm the one who has a really cool brain. So it's just such a good reflection point of we're all so different and we all have different strengths we all have different challenges and we all have different thresholds for what we consider to be overwhelming. It looks really different person to person. And we all have a different level of what brings us to that tipping point of, oh my gosh, I've like completely hit a wall and I can't do this anymore in this mm-hmm. particular way. Exactly. And I feel like um, I've never had this conversation with one of my clients who have ADHD or one of the clients that have those symptoms. Um, but I feel like in that, if, if I was in that position, I would want a longer term relationship with someone that gets me versus, you know, feeling that shame and guilt and then keep having to hire new freelancers or having to find new support 
and trying to find that one person. Um, so I feel like us as freelancers, it's easier for us to kind of morph and change if we truly like working with that person. Um, and one client in particular, you know, I've worked with them for years and it's a great working relationship. But I remember at the beginning, it was super frustrating for me mm-hmm. until we got a rhythm down, until we got, you know, everything kind of ironed out. And now it's been great for years, you know. Awesome. It can be so inspiring when that relationship, when it becomes that, what you're talking about, because you both learn so much from each other. It just adds to everyone's tool belt. Yep. And they um, definitely have a million and two ideas constantly. So I literally have a Google Doc that's labeled the million and two list. Ah. And it's for them to put their, their ideas and it's allowing, and so like once a month we have, um, a check-in call where I add it to the agenda where we can go through their ideas and we can prioritize. And it's a place for them to feel heard, um, knowing that we're going to go through it, but it allows me to like kind of prioritize. So we're not chasing a new project or a new idea every single week. Um, so we, because that's where, um, for a long time I would start a project and never fully finish it. And so for me being, um, I like to check those boxes off of a project completed, like that is a win for me personally. And so I was feeling very unfulfilled as a freelancer working with them because I can never fully complete something because they would constantly switch it up or we would pivot or we would change. And I'm like, okay, you're just spending money now asking me to do this web development and these program developments, but nothing is launching. And so I had a really, you know, it, it took a lot of like, you know, everything in me to have that hard conversation with them a long time ago saying like, you're just paying me to pay me. I love doing these projects. That's fine. But I want to see what's next. I want to see how well they launch out there. I want to see, you know, how great conversions we can get and things like that to be making you money. Like that's truly where I... I feel successful working with a client. And so that's where the idea, you know, the million and two idea list was born um, where they can just, you know, keep putting things out there, but they know that my priority is to finish something and then we'll go figure out what the next idea is. And more times than not, when we go through that list, we'll usually like cross something off. I'll still leave it on the list, but they're like, um, that was a really dumb idea. That was really cool in the, in the beginning, but now, okay, I don't want to do that anymore. But before I would have been 10 steps down the path of creating this program with them. And then they would have decided that they didn't want to do it anymore. I love that example. What an awesome tool you came up with to do that. Because that really provides a pause. And ADHD brains do not like to pause. That is a massive dopamine hit to get that awesome idea and be excited about it. And there's usually elements within that fabulous idea that can be used elsewhere. And when there's a guide, exactly like having that brainstorm list, that's amazing. Um, You know, for that person on the other side of it, it is so overwhelming to have your brain have these awesome ideas and know what you want to do, but feel like you can't get there. After time moves forward, it's really overwhelming and frustrating because you want to be able to get that project done or get your awesome idea going or contain your awesome ideas so you can pick one and do something with it. 
can be mm-hmm. so overwhelming for people. And I think that's where a lot of that shame and guilt comes from of why can't I just figure this out? You know, why does everyone around me seem to have an easier time with this than I do? And it's, yep. it's hard. Yeah, for sure. All right. I would love to jump into like your program. Tell me all about it. Cause I know that you have a group that's going through it right now yeah. and I'm so excited to learn more. Yeah. Um, so I'm so happy to be talking about this because this has been a long time coming. Um, the group is called lessen the overwhelmed society. It's a three month program where we have weekly group coaching calls There are also three one-on-one private opportunities for coaching within the program. Um, There's a community where we can communicate in between sessions and provide inspiration or work through challenges that are going on. So there's a lot to it. And this really was born out of two things. One is my professional experience over the years the number one word I have always heard is overwhelm, that people come in and they're overwhelmed. They're either overwhelmed as a parent, overwhelmed in their personal life, overwhelmed in their professional life, overwhelmed because of a diagnosis, whatever it might be, that they just feel like they need help sorting through it and figuring out strategies that will work for them. So that was part of it is people just telling me and myself hearing it and feeling like, okay, I need to do something really focused on, on the sense of overwhelm. And then through my own personal experience, because I used to definitely experience extreme overwhelm and people around me wouldn't I don't think people around me would have said like, oh yeah, you definitely seem overwhelmed. I was the style of overwhelm where you hold it all together, you pull it all together, you look like you're not overwhelmed on the inside, but internally you're really overwhelmed and you are like on, you know, running a hundred miles a second. You are just on it constantly. That was the kind of overwhelm that I had. Um, And also overwhelm through experiencing anxiety. So a brain going all the time, kind of fixating on worry. Um, And I, over time, have found strategies that have worked so well that I don't experience that kind of overwhelm anymore. I mean, I get overwhelmed like every human being does, but not at the level that stops me from getting to where I want to be. So it was a combination of both of those things that helped me decide that I wanted to start a business all about helping women figure out ways to handle overwhelm and not have this feeling of like, this is my life and it's good. It's a good life. It's just not exactly where I know deep down inside I want to be. So that's what the program's about. And it it operates off of three pillars. There's, there's three pieces to this that I have found work really well when we're thinking about overwhelm. So one is thinking about mindset. So really understanding, you know, what is going on in our head? I mean, when we think about it, five to 10% of our thoughts and what we're what's driving us is the conscious part of our brain. 90 to 95% 
of our life is being driven by the subconscious part of our brain. So that means there's like all this stuff stuck in all of us that is causing us to stay stuck in old patterns, habits that don't work, um, not wanting to change because it feels scary or uncomfortable. And then we end up staying in those patterns. So, so there's a big chunk of mindset work that we do in the program. There's also, of course, concrete strategies. So, you know, what do we do day to day? How do we create systems? How do we get ourselves to do the things that we feel unmotivated to do? That's a whole part of it. And then the third part is listening to our intuition. So once we start kind of reshaping what our beliefs are about ourselves and we start putting strategies into place, it opens up clarity around our intuition. So we're able to really go through our days making decisions based on that feeling we get in our gut that doesn't steer us wrong. And when we can put those three things together, overwhelm just massively decreases. It, it's, it's a big shift that happens when you hit that point where you're tired of feeling overwhelmed, you're ready to do things different, and you, you dive into it. So that's what we're doing in the program. And it. it's awesome. It's so fun to be able to see and experience transformation along with that fun that I get to experience helping people. You know, it is a process that brings up old emotions. It's growth and change make us feel uncomfortable and uncomfortable is really one of my favorite words because I know when I feel uncomfortable, it means that I'm growing. It means that I'm stretching myself. And so that is part of this program is participants are willing to, to grow and stretch and they're ready to make a change. So I'm so glad that I decided to do it and go in this direction and be able to form a community of people. Cause that was the other thing just, people get so isolated and they're overwhelmed and you feel so alone. And like, this is only happening to me. And over the years, I always had clients in my head, like, Oh, it would be so good if they could just talk to each other. Cause you're not alone. You are so not alone. And I think that you do feel like you're alone when you're overwhelmed. I mean, I have some friends, I would say that I'm an overwhelmed person, but I feel like I have a good strategy and a good process in place to be able to handle things and, you know, come to the table like and be present in the moments. Mm. But there are some days where I just feel completely overwhelmed. And, you know, for me, it's my list making. For me, it's like knowing, like just literally brainstorming everything, like what's causing me the overwhelm. And then, you know, just prioritizing what I can get done in that moment or that week or whatever, you know, timeline that I give myself and then moving through that. But I also have some friends who like just get completely debilitated when they get overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. It it's definitely feels like that for so many people where it's just that like, you know, it's that response that we have where we're either going to be frozen and then just avoid it or put it in a different compartment, which we all know, like it doesn't go away. So it's making us feel off or misaligned is a really good description for what it feels like when you do that. You know, you have all this stuff, but you're frozen and you can't move through it. 
And everyone, you know, has different ways of managing that. Overwhelm deals with executive functioning skills, and we we all have a different range of those. Some of us are way better at, I have my list, and I break it down, and I might get stressed, but I know how to get through it, and I'm going to make myself do it, and you can, you just do. And then there's other people who it's really hard to break that list into doable, manageable steps. So it suddenly becomes just too much. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah. And I love, and the reason that I brought you on this podcast, like I'm going to be fully transparent with my audience or anyone who's listening to this, because where I have worked with many people over the years of people who see the lifestyle that I live, the freedom, the flexibility that I have, I get to work when I want to work, I work how much I want to work, and I work wherever I want to work. And so they see that and they have like this, this life envy almost. And I'm like, okay, here's, I break down the steps of exactly what I did. And then it stops them like dead in their tracks and they get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the audiences that I would love to see jump into your program, those, you know, like they're working a nine to five or they're working a non-traditional work hour and they want that freedom and flexibility. They have all of the skills to become great freelancers, but it's that, it's that overwhelm of like all of the other things that they kind of get stuck in. So that's one group that I would love to check out your program. Another group is anyone who is currently freelancing, they're doing it as a part-time, as a hobby, but they're ready to grow and they're ready to scale. But they don't have those foundational pieces in place that they know that they need to have, but they're overwhelmed by taking the time to do all of them. You know, there's just only so many hours in the day and it's how to prioritize them. And but what really is like, they have all of my maps, they have all of the strategies that I would recommend for them, but they're still stuck. And so like working through that overwhelm is not something that I would say that I'm equipped to do. So I feel like Tracy's program is the viable next step. The next best thing that you can do for yourself is to figure out personally because everyone deals with overwhelm and in a different way. I know that when I personally get overwhelmed and I don't realize it, I start procrastinating things. Mm -hmm. I start like... You know, like that's when I'm like searching for different vacations that I want to go on and I should be like working. And I'm like, I just really don't want to do this right now. And so I will be, you know, searching through Google flights or wherever, you know, just to plan that next fun and getaway. And I'm like, no, no, hold on back the train up. I have work that I have to do, you know? So I think that you, everyone processes overwhelm in a different way. And Tracy's an expert on, you know, putting those processes in place and helping you guide yourself through those things. And I think everyone who goes through your program is going to come out stronger on the other side and then be able to break down their goals or what comes next for their lives. It'll come a lot easier and more natural. Yeah. Overwhelm does look and feel different to everyone. And there's so many strategies that can help people move out of it. Like you said, if it's the person in the nine to five who you know has the skill set, mindset and strategies have all and following your intuition. Again, those three things, one of those pieces might be bigger for each person and what they need to work on, but they're always part of overwhelm. You know, do I feel like I can handle this? Am I capable? 
oh, I tried it once and it didn't work. All of that stuff to work through that makes us feel confident and ready to move forward. And I know that every person I work with, they are fully capable of living their wildest dreams. They can do and live that dream that they have in mind with the right action steps. And they're all doable and they might look different for you and I and for every person I work with. But once you start working through it, the transformation is awesome. We don't have to live in a state of overwhelm. We we just don't have to. I don't believe we're meant to live in a mm-hmm. state of constant overwhelm. Yeah, we can sure. we can feel different. We'll definitely put the um, the link to your program in the show notes. But you want to just share what that link is now, and then you had a resource for everybody today. Yeah, yeah. So um, you can go to the website, which is tracybromleygoodwin.com, and it's T-R-A-C-E-Y. If you go there and just click on work with me, you will see the Lesson the Overwhelm Society right there. Um, There is a new cohort, which will be um, starting early April, and then I continue to have cohorts starting. So we're always starting new groups and new programming. So so you can always go on the website, hop on the wait list, and then you'll be the first to get notified. Um, and then I love journaling and it's a process that originally was something that I tried for years to get myself to do and it felt too overwhelming. I was like, what? How do people fit this in? This feels like actually terrible and I'm failing at it. But then I I started doing a little bit of a different twist on it. And that's the video I'd like to share with everyone is a a way to bring journaling into your life that could be like a two minute version because the benefits of getting what's in your head on paper, whether it's drawing, doodling or writing words is transformative. And I would love for your audience to try it out if it's not something they're doing. Um, So they can find that at tracybromleygoodwin.com forward slash journaling dash joy dash workshop forward slash. And they can get it there. And then I'll send you that link too. So you will have it. Awesome. Sounds good. And we'll definitely put that in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so grateful to know you and I I'm just so excited for this program to continue. It's going to make such an impact on so many people's lives. Thank you so much. And it once again, it was great talking to you. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert, Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at talkingfreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.